Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, welcome back. It's Jen, glad to be with you. I have a special guest, Ryan Stallings with us, who uh, is a coach for youth sports and he's been coaching for, golly, 14 years, ranging from all the sport balls things. So I'm glad that he is here because he has experience with little kiddos and middle school and high school with coaching and really one thing that he focuses on that I am thrilled to have him here to talk with us about is creating a fun environment for the kiddos and training that promotes personal growth and life lessons, fostering mutual respect between players and coaches, and I think the role that parents play in all of that. And he's all around just a great guy. He's married and he has two sons and some dogs. So Coach Ryan, talk with us um, about, I feel that the energy um, on the sidelines with parents Mm. is rather stressful for me when I am on the sidelines and my kids are engaging and I don't quite know, like I hear parents yelling for their, at their kid, at their kids and, you know, trying to encourage their kids and how do you encourage the team and, and not yell at your child, but encourage your child Help us out with some of that. Well, they, they sent us home from a coaches meeting a couple years ago with just a short pamphlet about what are the things that you as a coach or you as a parent should say post-game mm. to your child. And, you know, I think there's a temptation now that I have kids of my own that you're going home with after a game to want to start breaking it down, to analyze it, to be analytical, to talk about what they did right or talk about what they need to get better at. Mm. And it says to just, just, you know, remove yourself from that and instead talk to the child or your player. You know, they could be a teenager, not necessarily a child. Yeah. But, but talk to them about the one thing they want to hear. And the one thing that every kid, whether he's four or she's 16, they just want to hear that you enjoyed watching them play. Mm. So the phrase was just say, I love to watch you play. And I think that really made me reflect back on my years of playing sports. And I remember hearing something very similar to that. And I just remember being able to sit back and settle in and being content. And so much pressure is put on kids. I mean, they're they're in class five days a week, maybe more. They've got all these expectations of homework. This year I'm coaching a team where it's fifth, fourth, and third grade boys on the soccer field. Two of them are mine, so I know the homework that they come home with. (laughs) And I know the science projects that we just had to turn in 
after staying up till midnight the other night. <laughs> There's so much expectations put on them. The last thing I want to put on them or for them to feel outside of their own expectations is more pressure. Mm. And Saturday games should be about releasing all this tension that they've had to carry for the week and all the pressure and all the expectations and just run around and have fun. And it's just as easy as an adult to project yourself on the children playing. Yeah. As a parent, you want to see your child do well because you think it might reflect on you. If they're not, you know, showing any athletic prowess, you must not be training them right. And we don't allow the kids to have fun because the second you allow that pressure inside, it comes out usually verbally from the outside. Mm. I confess I'm really bad at not hearing what's going on around me while coaching. And every sport requires coaching in a different sense. The reason I love soccer is because the field is too big for the players to hear you. And it is a constant active sport. So in basketball, they can probably hear you on the court. In soccer, the kid on the other side of the field for me can't hear me. He's relying on communication with his teammates. So I get to quietly sit and watch the support. I don't usually hear the other coaches yelling and screaming unless it's to a decibel that I cannot ignore. Um, and I usually don't hear the parents. So it's usually other parents after game. Oh, those parents were just really obnoxious. <laughs> those parents were terrible. I will tell you the things that I do hear is when I hear parents being encouraging. Maybe I'm just t- attuned to that. Mm-hmm. Especially if a player made a mistake and I hear an immediate positive reinforcement and encouragement I hear that taking that lesson from what to say at the end of a game if you carry that mentality of I'm going to sit here and watch and enjoy their play enjoy them enjoying their play Hmm. I think that out of that will come the proper encouragement that's beautiful I think that also would help encouragement of the whole team Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think if you're just if you are in a space where you are truly enjoying your child's play. Yes. They're the player is doing the best that they can and you are watching them and enjoying what they are doing on that on the field or on the court. You can't help but to notice the interactions that happen between them and the, their teammates. Right. I mean, I think that that would lead to um, some pretty transformative sidelines <laughs> because from where I sit, um, it doesn't seem to matter the sports or really necessarily the organization or school or it it can get crazy yeah. on the side. Um, so I, I think those are some, some good pointers. Tell us as a coach... What is it that that you do to help build character and strength in each of these players? Because I I know you're sitting here thinking, I don't know how to answer this because I'm just a normal coach. And <laughs> I am telling you that as a person who knows you, that that is not true. And, and um, <laughs> but Enneagram has... type two here. <laughs> Because the reality is, Coach Ryan, is you have a way with players. 
That's why I invited you today. Is you have a Thank you. you have a way with players, and a way that somehow connects them um, to a deep sense of who they are, and being able to really see who one another is. Yeah, whether they're on their team or the other team. I think that's a beautiful way of putting something that I've always wanted to accomplish with each individual player. And I know a lot of my examples, I may say he, and I'm just going from the most recent team being the, this boy's team. I just, I think at the ripe old age of 32 now, having coached since I was in high school, I think I've given up on the idea of meeting someone that is truly mature um, in the sense of, oh, one day I'll know I've reached adulthood. When I reach this level of maturity. And so my theory is, is that adults 21 and over are just children mm. with creakier, dying bodies <laughs> and bills. Um, and that goes both ways. Um, children are children because of their age not, and yeah. they don't have bills. Right. And for children, though, they're, I mean, they're just they're small adults. If we're if we're just larger children, they're they're small adults. And so first and foremost, I want to place a mutual respect. Hmm. And that comes from me as a coach. The kids are not mine. They're not playing for me and my system and my training for me to use my uh, gamepad controller and joystick around on the field for my glory. Hmm. I'm there and there's a great privilege so already I go into it humbled. Yeah. And, you know, talking about how you have built such a community um, or the team has built a community mm-hmm. within itself, I think a lot about um, how important the faith community is. Yes. And for me, I see a lot of connections there, and maybe that's why part of this conversation is really fruitful for me mm-hmm. um, is the type of community that you, that is being built there is on trust and um, holding each other accountable and supporting each other and seeing the best in one another and recognizing that they are all together good. Mm-hmm. And the same is true um with how we see ourselves as children of God. Like we are all good. There isn't one of any of us that are better than another. Right. And so we all bring different gifts to the table. And sometimes we have to work a little bit harder to help the person beside us. Absolutely. Because they're still on the team. I mean, they're still part of the community. They're still brothers and sisters. Um, And so maybe that's what I find to be so fascinating is the community that is built there is on mutual respect and love and accountability, which is exactly what the church is trying to do. Yeah. With people of faith. Um, So it gives me a lot of hope Mm -hmm. that the church is while doing a wonderful job, um, you know, educating and helping create space for growth um, and relationship building within the building, 
we are working to go outside the building, but man, does it not excite me to know that it happens even on the soccer field or even on the football field or even in these other places to reinforce the fact that we are all people. Mm -hmm. We are all people who just want to be loved and accepted and said that we're good because we are. Um, And so I really love that. Um, Well, I think too many times we can be caught, whether as people individually, maybe in our vocation, but especially in parenting where we see so much of it is the outward um, when you're out and about and in public and you see someone else and, oh, they've got it all together. No. Or their kids are standing right by them yep. and not running amok. Um, and we can be so harsh. We measure ourselves. We compare ourselves. We think that oh, one day, one thing, like I'm going to go home to the dog having an accident. No, the day is ruined. Oh, I didn't have it all together. I couldn't make sure the boys had this and the dogs were taken care of and my wife was taken care of and her needs met and the boys needs met and the dogs needs met. No, I failed. Right. And I think too many times we can reach out for books or resources or even, you know, groups and we listen to maybe other people share and you have a short moment of, okay, so I'm not the only one. But you leave and you still go back and you start picking apart what you think you did wrong and weighing it against what you did right and measuring yourself to this ideal that you've created maybe from seeing someone else or just this idea that you have of yourself of what you need to be to actually arrive or feel accomplished Mm. as a parent or doing right by your child. Mm -hmm. And maybe we just need more people telling us they love to watch us play. Mm. You know, I love watching you parent. I love the way you interact. I love the foresight that you had and that object lesson you had with your kid in that learning moment. I love the way you set aside time to go over a homework problem. I love the way that you didn't worry about what someone else in the neighborhood would think if you ran around and played with the kids in the yard and made a fool of yourself. And that's what I'm coming back to is we're just kids. Big kids. Yes. Big kids. Wow. Thank you, Coach Ryan. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you for having me. Your support, energy, enthusiasm. You give me hope. You give me <laughs> hope. Um, it really is exciting to know that um, there are amazing coaches out there. Oh, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> well, thank you. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.